0: Welcome, dear teachers, to Opera Topics, a podcast in which we will analyse, summarise and pinpoint the most important information from the different topics. I'm your host, Robert, from Upper Teachers. If you want to learn much more, follow me on Instagram for new tips and podcasts. In this episode, there will be a linguistic journey through the ages, where the echoes of the Roman Empire still resonate in the centre of the English language. So today, we unravel the tapestry of time, delving into the Romanization of Britain and the deep-seated influence of Latin in English. Long before the rise of the Anglo-Saxon tribes and the evolution of the English we know today, the Romans settled for a long time in the British Isles. It was a captivating era that spanned centuries. Roman presence in Britain lasted until the year 410, which caused the flourishing of Latin as the language of the conquerors. Picture Britannia, a territory beneath the Roman Empire's rule, where Latin was spoken rather extensively and consequently woven into the very core of daily life. As the Roman Empire departed the island, living the landscape forever changed, Latin endured for many years to come. Christian missionaries in the year 597 used Latin as the linguistic tool to plant the seeds of Christianity across the British soil. The departure of the Romans did not signal the vanishing of Latin, but rather its metamorphosis into the language of faith, carrying the torch of religious transformation. Let's step back within the colossal expanse of the Roman Empire, stretching across nearly 5 million square kilometers. Latin wasn't just a language, it was the heartbeat of civilization, a lingua franca that transcended borders, it encompassed every facet of daily life and Latin became the cornerstone of scientific discourse, birthing new words to articulate the ever-expanding realm of knowledge. In this story of linguistic evolution, Latin emerged as a catalyst for the growth of English. Old English, Middle English, and the modern English we converse in today owe a debt to the Latin influence that permeated through the corridors of time. In this topic, we will uncover the hidden threads connecting ancient Rome to the words we speak, forging a narrative where Latin whispers in the background. A silent architect shaping the destiny of language. Historical background We journey back to a time shortly after the year 1200 before Christ, where a mysterious culture known as the Urnfield emerged and thrived in the heart of Central Europe. They were skilled craftsmen, and they were drawn to the appeal of the British Isles, and they embarked on an expedition seeking shelter in the island's lush forests and fertile plains, and also shielding from the nomadic tribes from the east. In the expanse of the British Isles, the legacy of these craftsmen took root, giving birth to the people known as the Celts. Their culture, robust and enduring, cast a profound influence on the island, Leaving an indelible mark that resonates to this day. As we navigate the historical currents, we encounter the linguistic treasures of the Celts, their language echoed through time in the forms of Welsh, Cornish, Breton, Irish, Scots Gaelic, and Manx. We now fast forward to the year 55 before Christ, and the stage is set for the arrival of Julius Caesar on the British shores. The Celts, having called Britain home for centuries, stood resilient against the tides of change. Yet, as the wheels of Romanization began to turn under the rule of Emperor Claudius in the year 43, the intricate dance between the conquerors and the conquered unfolded. The Roman conquest, a slow and transformative process, swept through Britannia, leaving its imprint on the land and its people. But resilience echoed in the hills, and the British Celts hung on to their language despite the Roman occupation. The flow of history saw the withdrawal of the Roman troops in the year 410, which was spurred by the turbulent invasions threatening the heart of the Roman Empire. So, four and a half centuries after Julius Caesar first footsteps on British soil, the last legions bid farewell to Britain, marking the end of an era. Consequences of the Roman Conquest Where the Romans lived and ruled, Roman ways were found. Four great highways spread from London to the north, to the northwest, the west and the southwest. Numerous lesser roads connected important military or civic centers, and a large number of small cities and more than a hundred towns with their Roman houses and baths, temples and occasional theatres testified to the introduction of Roman habits of life. The adoption of new habits implied a change in society: religion, customs, food, leisure, education, and especially in language. Latin, being the language of the Roman Empire, had already influenced the language of the early inhabitants of the island for two main reasons: Firstly, because of the time Romans spent on the territory. Remember, nearly four centuries of Romanisation on the British Isles. Secondly, because in the Middle Ages, Latin was considered the language of cultural transmission, and those who spoke it were considered to be of a high cultivated level. The Romans did not just shape the language, they left an enduring legacy imprinted in the very foundations of Britain. Behold, for example, the Majesty of London, the capital that they established, and the testament to their strategic vision. Each town possessed a bath complex, which was basically a Roman equivalent to our modern leisure centres, and also temples and amphitheatres which graced the outskirts of the towns, echoing with the whispers of ancient spectacles. But the Romans were not just architects of stone and mortar, they were artisans of daily life. We will now explore the leftovers of Roman dress, the sparkle of jewelry, the artistry in poetry, and the delicate craftsmanship of glassware, artifacts that stand as silent witnesses to a bygone era. Influence of Latin on English Let's grasp the three main types of name-giving that shape the landscape of word formation. Traditional literature distinguishes three main types of name-giving when dealing with word formation. Picture the canvas of semantics where words either go a makeover to fit a new meaning, emerge again through the linguistic transformation of prefixes and suffixes, or cross borders as borrowings. Let's enter the realm of borrowings, also known as loanwords, where English proves itself as a very adept language at borrowing words from other languages. Imagine your favorite sofa, or the vibrant energy of a fiesta, both words gifted from the Spanish language that gracefully maintain their original form. As new words find their way into conversation, a fascinating journey unfolds pictured those early adopters, whispering new words only among those familiar with its origin. Eventually, like a wave, words extend its reach, encountering ears unaccustomed to its cadence, sounding foreign and exotic. It is in these moments that the tapestry of linguistic diversity becomes even richer, carrying the echoes of cultural encounters. Word formation also includes calcs, where borrowed words undergo a morphemic transformation, like the Spanish rascacielos, seamlessly translating to the English skyscraper. It is a linguistic metamorphosis, a subtle dance of translation that adds a unique flair to the borrowed lexicon. But as we immerse ourselves in the rich pool of linguistic influences, a spotlight beacons towards a historical giant, Latin. Hold your breath as we unravel the profound impact Latin exerted on English, shaping not just words but the very essence of communication. So join me now in this linguistic journey, where every borrowed word is a bridge between cultures and in which the echoes of Latin resonate through the corridors of English. Latin Influence on Old English Contrary to common belief, Latin did not replace the Celtic tongue in Britain. Instead, it placed itself among the upper classes and the urban pockets of native Britons. The influence of Latin upon English can be appreciated in military affairs, where words like mill for mile, camp for battle, and sen for banner, found a home. Also in the marketplace, Latin introduced words such as sack for sack, seep for cheap, and mangungus for shop, among others. In domestic life, Latin adorned English with words like sittle for kettle, mess for table, and seagull for brooch. Yet, despite the Roman rule in Britain, the direct impact on language seems surprisingly thin. Latin words did not linger long after the Romans departed, and the dominance of Old English by Germanic tribes remained. The Celts, though in contact with Latin, proved elusive conduits of linguistic transformation. While they adopted Latin words, The weak connection between the Celts and the English meant that these borrowed words did not find a permanent home. However, a seismic shift occurred in the year 597, as Saint Augustine arrived to Christianize Britain, bringing with him not just doctrines of Christianity, but a cascade of Latin terms. The Church became a cultural catalyst, shaping English life in numerous ways. The vocabulary of Old English witnessed an infusion of religious terms like Pope, Bishop, Monk and Mass. As we traverse the landscape of Christianization, there was a birth of churches and monasteries, where Latin resurfaced as the language of worship and ecclesiastical learning. The Church, a beacon of influence, left an indelible mark on the Old English vocabulary. Latin influence on Middle English The Middle English period, which spanned from the year 1150 to the year 1500, witnessed the symphony of transformations in the English language. Grammar underwent a great metamorphosis. The dance of words in vocabulary saw the departure of Old English treasures replaced by a torrent of words cascading from the realms of French and Latin. It is a linguistic revolution, a fusion of influences that shaped the very essence of Middle English. Amidst this linguistic evolution, Latin emerged as a silent but formidable player weaving its way into the fabric of the English lexicon. Latin wasn't just a relic of the past, but a living, breathing language. While a few Latin words may have tiptoed directly into spoken English, the majority made their grand entrance through the pages of literature. In the domain of law, words like conspiracy, custody, and prosecute have their roots in the linguistic soil of Latin. Medicine too underwent a transformation with Latin contributions such as immune, medicine, and ulcer. Theology, the realm of the divine, embraced words like allegory, genius, and supplicate. Science, with its pursuit of understanding, welcomed terms like incubus, lunatic, and superabundance. And let's not forget the subtle but impactful influence on endings of words, such as able and ible, like susceptible or remarkable. And like this, the Middle English period unfolded before us a canvas where the Norman conquest, the dance of grammar, and the influx of Latin converged to shape the language we know today. Latin Influence on Modern English The vibrant period of modern English, a time of Renaissance and transformation, unfolded in the 1500s, and it was shaped by the winds of change that swept across the intellectual landscape. Picture a world where the Renaissance dawned, bringing with it a tidal wave of innovation previously unseen in the Middle Ages. The advent of the printing press, the democratization of education, and the blossoming of communication channels ushered in a new era. This was a time when the seeds of curiosity sprouted, when science, medicine, and the arts became focal points of human interest. Amidst this intellectual revolution, Latin emerged as the language of learning, a key to unlocking the vast treasure troves of knowledge. Latin and Greek weren't merely languages. They were portals to esteemed realms of poetry and philosophy. In an era of a growing self-awareness about language, Latin became universal, a lingua franca that bridged minds from all corners of Europe much like English functions in the modern world. Words like external, malignant, and hereditary bear witness to the influence of Latin on the English language, leaving an indelible mark. This influence can be seen in some endings like us or al for adjectives, -ate for verbs, and -t, ans, ens, ansi, and ensi for nouns each a brushstroke on the canvas of linguistic expression. So, from this topic we can learn that every word is a gateway to a world of knowledge and cultural exchange. Modern English emerges from the cocoon of the past, shaped by the Renaissance spirit that embraced the multifaceted beauty of language. And with this, we conclude this podcast on Topic 41. If you want to learn more, don't forget to get this topic on my Gumroad shop, where you will find all of the available topics. I also recommend you add a relation between this topic and the curriculum, and a didactic application of the content of the topic to the classroom. If you would like to get some help to do so, remember you also have these resources available on my Gumroad. Thanks for listening and see you in the next episode of Upper Topics.